0: And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Dan Devine from the Green Bay Packers. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident panelist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore So right off the bat, I want to say thank you very much to an anonymous donor as well as Aunt Sue. for jumping in on the Palmer Home for Children uh, charity that we are raising money for. My aunt is, I believe, the only actual relative I have that listens to the podcast. So shout out to Aunt Sue Sue. But we're currently up to $460, which is fantastic. We've come a very long way in a very short period of time. And uh, we did have to reschedule. So Malcolm Reed, the plan is, I promise I'm not making this up, the plan is... This Saturday, apparently on Monday when when he was supposed to be doing the podcast with me, um, a employee of theirs broke their leg and it was kind of crazy. So Rochelle, his wife, reached out, apologized for uh, not being able to do the podcast. And uh, we're planning for this Saturday. And the reason I picked Saturday as opposed to earlier, number one, I'm hoping to pump these numbers up a little bit so I can, you know, kind of brag, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're raising a bunch of money. You know, no big deal. But also, I did say donors could uh, send in questions to Malcolm Reed, and I have yet to receive a single uh, question. So if you have donated any amount of money, you can, you can literally donate $1 to this charity and ask Malcolm Reed a custom question. If you barbecue, if you cook out, you probably know who Malcolm Reed is. If you don't, well then I guess you just don't binge watch barbecue on YouTube like I do. And that's fine. But uh, point is, dude's real good. Very accomplished in the barbecue community. Um, if you look up some of the best rubs that you can use on uh, meat, his is near the top. You've probably even used it, maybe didn't even know about it. So if you have any cooking questions, any good, like what, you know, I want to ask him about some game day recipes, get it in there. One dollar, you get to ask a question to Mr. Malcolm Reed. So please consider it again. You can go to my Twitter page. It's the top post there. I pinned it. I also pinned it on the Facebook group, or you can just reach out to me directly, and I'll get you all set up. Anyways, once again, we get a little clip from Aaron Rodgers. Every time we hear from Aaron Rodgers, it's always always kind of a nothing comment, but there's just enough there to really sink your teeth in and go, you know, it feels like there's something here. As was the case yesterday, when I spent about half the episode talking about how it sounds like He's possibly coming back. Not that that was, I wouldn't say, it, of course, it was in question. But if you were leaning one way or another, this should have tipped you a little bit. But as uh, as we did yesterday, if you have not heard the clip, here it is. They did a little, I don't know, it was supposed to be some kind of funny little clip or whatever. Uh, they did a Jeopardy question to see if Tom Brady could find out who they were talking about. It's a cheesy clip, but um, just a little bit interesting here, so check it out. Hey, he's an NBA owner a self-taught guitarist and has guest starred in both the office and game of thrones. Mm. He's unhappy with his boss and has no options. Who is Aaron Rodgers? Ding, ding. That is correct. Well done. It's a projection time. I never said I'm unhappy with my boss. <laughs> I said it, not you. <laughs> so to clarify, if you're watching the clip, um, First of all, this is a joke, right? The whole thing is kind of a joke. But it's sort of like I talked about before. You kind of forget what other people don't know. There's a lot going on behind the scenes, and you try to keep it behind the scenes, but sometimes you have conversations with people that know all the information, and you think you're hiding it better than you are, but you kind of forget like, oh, yeah, I, I forgot that people didn't realize that or whatever, right? You know what I mean? So it's it's all a joke, right? When he says, I never said that, he was he was smirking and smiling. He's just playing along with the joke that Tom Brady made up. It was a joke. And you could easily read this either way. However, the first thing that struck me is that there were two allegations made. You know, there's always funny jokes in comedy where, uh, like if uh, Fred Sanford was good with this. I've actually got this on my Best of Fred Sanford video that I made 10 years ago that has uh, over 600,000 views now. I actually found the actual clip, but I can't play it. Esther's got a bit of a mouth on her. But Esther says, you miserable old snaggletooth something or another. And Fred turns and looks at her and says, old? And the joke is, like, that's the only part he's denying. Like, if somebody said, you fat, sexist jerk, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm not fat. You know what I mean? It's, it's a joke. I'm sure there's a name for that joke, but anyways. Point is, Tom Brady says, number one, he doesn't have any options. Number two, he hates his boss. He says, wait, a wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't hate my boss. And so, again, if you kind of tie that into what we talked about yesterday... He's trying to slowly work his way back in. Maybe. Maybe it's all made up. But he seems to be slowly working his way back in, right? I'm just taking a mental break. Just taking some time off. And remember the last time, or two times ago, when we heard him speak, what did he say? The Packers, you know, kind of lost their way. It's, it's about the people. That whole thing. Basically, dogging the Green Bay Packers. The last two times we've heard him speak... He says, oh, no, 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 I was just taking a mental break, but I'm good now, and I'm back at it, and I'm ready to go to work. And then Tom Brady says this, and he says, whoa, 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 I didn't say I hate my boss. I never said that. Again, it's kind of a joke, but at the same time, he's like, dude, don't be putting words in my mouth. The other interesting thing about this is that, again, as I've said, he's work—he's walking it back, but it's absolutely real. I'm already seeing it on Twitter. People saying, see, it was never true. It absolutely, wa- anybody that's on Twitter saying it was never true is out of their mind they're delusional. Of course it's real. What are you talking about? Of course there's a rift. Of course Rodgers was mad. Of course the Packers are trying to mend this issue. Yes, Rodgers did walk away and say he's not coming back and say that he wants to be traded. That all did happen. But here's the thing. He and Tom Brady are very, very good friends. And this is the part I was talking about where you kind of forget that certain things are supposed to be behind the curtain. They talk a lot. Tom Brady knows full well how Aaron Rodgers feels about the Green Bay Packers organization. So think about it. He comes out and he's like, "Oh yeah, so that guy he hates his boss, but he's got no options." Pfft. And and what is Roger? Rodgers like, dude, <laughs> hate my boss? I didn't say that. What are you talking about? I was like, "Oh no, 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 I, I was just kidding, dude. That's <laughs> just I said it. I was I you didn't say it. I said it. I was I was totally joking, right? Like these are things that we say as a joke in private, not on national. T- I didn't say that. You don't speak for me." So again, it, I think two things can be true at, at at once. This is all just in fun, and it's all kind of a joke. But there is still a lot of messaging going on, and Aaron Rodgers is trying to balance between like just being friends and laid back and having a good time, and like you know, Tom Brady's all about just like throwing zingers around constantly. That's all he does, and Rodgers is trying to be one of the boys and hang out. But at the same time, he's in a bit of a heated battle here. And he's been very measured with his words. And he's always been very measured with his words. And Tom's just out here, you know, bowling a china shop. And he's like, all right, uh, cool it. Excuse me. You know, he's he's got the, he played it off great. The big smile on his face, just playing. But he's like, just just to be clear, I never said that. I was just taking a brain break. All right, that's it. Get out of here with this hating my boss. I never said that. So again, However much you want to read into that is entirely up to you. But it certainly didn't dissuade me from my belief that he is working his way back in. And again, that could be either because there is an offer on the table that he knows he's willing to accept, so he's going to keep battling to try to get better, but he knows, hey, if nothing else, I'll take this. Or, number two, he realized, you know, in other words, and I I postulated this earlier as, as a possibility... Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. Seems like a weird marriage. A literal, literal marriage. Anyways, Twitter's up again. Who's Kuzma? Reminds me of Yakuza. Do Yakuza have Uzis, or do I just get those two words confused? Because I feel like the Yakuza use Uzis. That's a heck of a sentence. Yakuza's use Uzis. I want to make an energy drink called Yakuza's use Uzis. Or that could be the title of my book. Yakuza's use Uzis. I'm surprised I haven't fumbled that yet. I'm going like to quit while I'm ahead. What were we talking about? Probably not Gwen Stefani. Oh, there was a second option. What was the second option? Oh, that he was playing chicken um, with no intention of actually crashing, right? He's playing it off like, I'll, I'll leave. I'll do it. You better give me a deal. And, and this, again, kind of goes back to what I said was probably the most likely scenario. He knows this is his last chance to get something real, real good. He doesn't want to leave. He just wants to get a really good deal. And so now the Packers have really dug in and they're like, look, dude, you know, I I got nothing else for you. And they, they're not picking up the phone daily. Now it's, you know, every two days, every three days, every four days, whatever. And Rogers is, Rogers and his agent are realizing, all right, I guess we're not getting anything out of this. And so we should probably just slowly start walking it back so that you can go back to work, but also don't look like an idiot. Or third option, he just had some time away and reflected and realized I was being a baby and uh, I should probably stop being a baby probably weren't his, his personal choice of words, but they're mine. And I'd be okay with that as, as a solution. Either of them is fine, but uh, three very possible reasons why perhaps something happened and now it seems like nothing is happening. However, again, there was never anything is not an option. That's fake. That's nonsense. I could lay out a hundred things that don't make any sense with that narrative. I, I, I told you, I knew I knew it was going to happen, and the very next day, within like 10 hours of waking up, going to work, and popping on Twitter, I'm already seeing that narrative pop up. See? Turns out it was fake the whole time. It's like, I just, I can't handle you people, man. I can't do it. Anyways, um, sort of some newsy news, I guess. The official schedule has been released, which is unbelievably exciting because it means we're getting close. And we're not super close, but, uh, I mean... Time flies, man. It's it's one of those things where any other circumstance, like if it was something horrible coming up, like you've got... Uh, I don't want to say your execution, but that's the only thing I can think of right now coming up. Um, what else could we say? Back to school. Let's <laughs> that's That's better. Back to school is in three weeks. You know it's going to be fast. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's going to fly by, but... If I say, dude, football, like live practice, it's like three weeks away. It's like, yeah, but three weeks is like three years when you're talking about football. And that's kind of true. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the schedule and what's going on and what we're going to be doing. But then what we have to do, and this is what we really should be doing, we got to just shut it off. We'll just pretend it's not real. It's May and football doesn't even really exist. And we just go back to an enjoying summer and eating good food and hanging out and going to festivals and, you know, I don't know, whatever it is you do in the summer. And then suddenly it'll be here. That's that's what I'm going to do anyways. But um, first, I, I believe this is open day, but maybe these aren't all open. I don't know. It doesn't matter. First day of training camp is going to be the 28th, which is a Wednesday, which also is not great because they do this a lot where it's on like a Wednesday or a Thursday. When that week rolls around, it's like, yes, it's here. And that's when you flip back into football mode and you realize you got two whole days, which doesn't sound like much, but two whole days of just nothing happening. So you spent all this time saying, this is the week, this is the week, this is the week. You get to that week and it's like, this is not what it's, not. It's, there's nothing today. There's nothing going on right now. This is no different than last week. They got to do stuff on Mondays because when it's a new week and it's football week and you've, you promised me we'd have football this week, you can't just not deliver. Two day, again, two days is two years. It's horrible. Anyways, Wednesday, 10, 10 a.m., Thursday, 10, 10, Friday, 10, 10, Saturday, 10, 10. Um, and, the, and the other, I, I, maybe you don't get as excited about this, but I do, because this is going to be a little bit more intensive. Um, we're going to be getting a little bit more information. they are going to have all the guys out there, hopefully Aaron Rodgers out there. And even though a lot of it isn't necessarily true, and to be honest, the most important thing is that the guys leave healthy, which unfortunately, that's not always going to be the case. At least every other day, somebody's going to walk off like limping, and we're all going to spend the day praying, and we'll see what happens. But you got four straight days of real, actual football news, practice, watching Jordan Love play, hearing about Rashawn Gary just destroying everybody, hearing updates about the draft picks. Eric Stokes got a pick, learning about the defensive coordinator and the different, all these different things, right? Four straight days of football, one day off, two days on, one day off, one day on, one day off, and then family night which Family Night is nowhere near as cool as it used to be when it was an actual, you know, like, game. And I'll be honest, I still want him to go back to that, even though I understand I'm wrong for that. But I don't care. I miss it. I love it. Being able to watch the Packers play the Pack. I mean, just, you can do, like, touch football rules if you want, but don't just make it a practice. Like, panning over to the quarterbacks, throwing into nets, and yay. It's dumb. But, hey, Packers on TV. Embrace it. That is uh, August 7th. Saturday, then you got two days off, so you get a little spoiled, but then you get two days off, and you're gonna have Monday, you know, no football Monday, which is brutal. But then you got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of again 10 10. Now, these all actually usually they scatter or stagger the times a little bit. Three state straight days of football, Friday they get off, and then Saturday, that 14th, which is what are we talking now? This is this is real, real, real football. That's, you know, it's it's five and a half weeks, which again, seems like a long time, but it'll be here quick. That's a home game. Texans, Packers, the Texans starters are basically backups at this point. So, I mean, the Packers should, you know, even though it's a preseason game, I expect them to win that game because if they're not playing their starters, they're going right to the third string. Uh, the bad news after that, although, it, you know, at that point we're spoiled and the season has just officially started, uh, three days off until Jets-Packers practice. Which, again, I know a lot of people don't like it. I know Aaron Rodgers hates it. I don't care. I love it. It gives... The biggest thing that I love is it gives them the opportunity, first of all, to to face other people so you get to do different stuff. But also, you know it's going to get chippy. And I just... I like that. I don't want anyone to get hurt, but I absolutely want there to be a fight that breaks out. It's just... I think it's just good for them, you know? Rather than fighting each other, rather than hitting each other, rather than getting mad at each other, take out all that frustration on the Jets... And then the other cool thing about it, the 18th and the 19th, all that anger, frustration and hatred toward the Jets, then they get to play the Jets on that Saturday, which is also cool because we get to see the Jets' new quarterback, so that'll be kind of fun. And actually, it'll be kind of a Zach Wilson versus Jordan Love kind of a game, I would bet, because I'm thinking Zach's going to play. Usually it's not starting quarterbacks that play, but if you're a rookie and you're expected to start, you're playing in the preseason, so that might be kind of fun. Then you go dark for the whole week, you don't see anything, you don't hear anything, but it's again, this is kind of like regular football, so it's kind of stinks we don't get anything during the regular season, but it gets us ready for the, the actual season, and we'll have plenty to talk about at that point. There's tons that has gone on in these practices, tons of things to talk about, um, on top of two preseason games under our belt, talking about roster construction, 53, the whole nine yards, and then you got Buffalo Bills, Green Bay Packers on the 28th. I was confused for a second. I forgot there's three preseason games. I was like, what the heck is the other one? So August 14th is Texans. Um, August 21st is Jets. The Bills is August 28th. Then it's uh, September 12th. You get Packers Saints. So they just get a week off? Why are we skipping a week? I guess just in in lieu of a preseason game, they just get a bye week. That's kind of weird, but whatever. That's going to be a rough week. A lot of analysis of the Saints. Anyways, uh, why don't we go ahead and take a break right here? Again, check out the Palmer Home for Children. If you want to support me directly, you can do so at uh, patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. So if you follow me on Twitter, you may have seen me engage with this a little bit, but I thought it was kind of hilarious, and I've, I've done things like this in the past, and it always seems to come down to the Vikings. And I try to give the Vikings respect and all these things, but Vikings fans, just they're just too excited, and it kind of annoys me. There are certain things that are true. Just stay within the realm of reality. And I guess it's not this guy's fault on Twitter. He just posted, all he did was post eyeballs on something CBS Sports tweeted. So I can't even really be mad at the Vikings fan for doing this give him a shout out, at Skull World. But CBS is stupid. CBS Sports did a terrible graphic. I don't know what lazy intern came up with this and they didn't fact check it and decided to post it, but here's what it says. Here is a list of each and every NFL quarterback who has thrown for 3,000 yards and 25 touchdowns in each of the last six seasons. Kirk Cousins, that's it. That's the list. So... And again, I've talked about this before, and it was the exact same thing they did last year to prove how great Yannick Ngakwe was. They took these really weird numbers and they tried to smash them together. Whenever you get a weird stat, something to the effect of the uh, number one pressure rate while using their left hand from 2014 to 2019, but not 2015, uh, but also half of 2017 uh, with one you know, with their shoe untied, it's a BS stat. 100% of the time, it's a nonsense stat. Now, that's not quite that bad, but let's just look at what this says. First of all, thrown for 3,000 yards. It's an arbitrary number, and it's not even an impressive number. 25 touchdowns. Again, very arbitrary, because 25 is not that great. If you'd have said 40, you if you'd have said 4,040, okay. Why 25? Why not 30? And then finally, six seasons. Why six? Why wouldn't you say five? Why wouldn't you say 10? Why wouldn't you say three? What does six have to do? Well, everybody that has half a brain realizes is because if you tweak these numbers a little bit, Kirk Cousins is either not on the list anymore, like if you move it up to 30, or, or or make it seven years, which he has been in the league for more than that, I think seven or eight years. Or if you say five seasons, now you're inviting a bunch of other people in here. If you start. Looking at this a little bit, um, it creates some but but there are some very serious problems. before I get to the most obvious ones, which make this thing really stupid, let's look or, or let's let's look at the obvious ones first. Something that should come immediately to your mind. Six consecutive seasons. That rules out a lot of people. First of all, how many quarterbacks, current starting quarterbacks, Very, very good quarterbacks even qualify just right there. Let's look at quarterbacks who are in the NFL who have played less than six years. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Tua, Kyler Murray, Drew Locke, Gardner Minshew, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Mitch Trubisky, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, and Carson Wentz. They've only been in five or less years. Those are starting quarterbacks last year. That's more than half the quarterbacks in the NFL have not been in the NFL for six years. So that leaves you with Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr, Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Cam Newton, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, and Ryan Tannehill. Now, there's another issue. We're talking consecutive years. So if there's one year that you dip, like, for example, if you have an injury, then suddenly you're off the list. Who are the people that have had injuries? Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, Ben Roethlisberger, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill. And then if you rule out people that didn't start, like um, Teddy Bridgewater obviously didn't start for two years or three years, 17, 18, 19, you're left with essentially people that did start but didn't make these, these numbers Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, and Tom Brady, that's six. So if we're being honest, Kirk Cousins is in a competition using arbitrary numbers with five other guys. Here's an even bigger problem. Number one, Drew Brees and Russell Wilson do meet these qualifications. So I don't know what CBS is even talking about. I'm assuming that they are ruling out the postseason, but it doesn't say that anywhere on here. I checked this graphic nine times because it's like, I know that's what they're doing. It doesn't say that anywhere on here. My guess is they just Googled some stats and that's what they came up with and didn't take into account the fact that, oh, there's probably more stats. I just didn't realize it with the postseason, but it still counts. Russell Wilson, the last, let's see, uh, going back to 2015 now, Uh, 4,500, 46, 39, 36, 47, and 43. He's never even come close to going below 3,000. 36 was his worst year. Touchdowns, 38, 25, 34, 36, 33, and 42. So he was at 25, but never below 25. And for the most part, he's been well into the 30s, sometimes even into the 40s. So uh, he's not by himself. Russell Wilson is here. Drew Brees going back to 2015. Uh, If you look at his yards, dwarfs just about everybody with the exception of the last couple years, but uh, obviously he's massively a yards guy. 4,800, 5,200, 5,000, 45, 31, and 33. Touchdowns, 32, 37, 28, 36, 28, 27. Above 25 and above 3,000 on every account. So Drew's also in this category. So really, if we remove them, what the graphic is saying is Kirk Cousins has this one arbitrary stat that is better than Matt Ryan, Derek Carr, and Tom Brady. Matt Ryan is not on this list because two times he did dip below 25 touchdowns. In 2015, he had 21 touchdowns, and in 2017, he had 22. However, in between those two, he had 47 touchdowns and nearly 6,000 yards. As far as his yardage is concerned, he's had 4,600 5900 very close to 6000 4500 4900 4400 and 4500 the guy is not even close to even 4000 in that time period so i don't know if i'm just going to run up and hand the title to Kirk Cousins over Matt Ryan because of some arbitrary number and tom brady i mean come on let let's let's be completely serious about how ridiculous this is his yardage in the last five years or six years. 5,300, 46, 57, 53, 42, and 57, basically. Annihilates everybody. Here's the other thing. The only reason he's not on this list, 2019, which was a massive down year for him, he had 24. He was only one away. He followed that up in 2020 with 50 touchdowns. So we doing a victory lap on that, Vikings fans, or what? The only guy that I can't really look at and go, "Uh, yeah, I think this is why this is silly, would be Derek Carr. I think if you just lined them up next to each other, you could say, yeah, it looks like yards and touchdowns, he's been better than Derek Carr, which I don't think anybody would really argue with anyways. I think Derek Carr is a decent quarterback. I think Kirk Cousins is a pretty good quarterback. And again, I do think he's a good quarterback. I just think this graphic is stupid and gives us zero information. By the way, they shortchanged him because Kirk Cousins hasn't had 3,000 yards and 25 touchdowns in each of his last six seasons. He's had 4,000 yards and 25 touchdowns in each of his last six seasons because CBS is run by a bunch of morons. But again, they probably had to shortchange him because they just wanted to look in the regular season because if you look in the postseason, then you're you're dumb little you. And the thing is, you can find better stats than this to prove that your guy did something awesome. It's not that hard to do, but this, I don't know who stumped, there must be some Vikings guy at CBS that's like digging and digging and digging to find some kind of a stat, and um, this is the best he could come up with, but man, this is brutal. What did we learn here today? That um, he hasn't really been injured as far as losing extended periods of time in the last six seasons, and um, has been fairly decent for all six of those seasons, which I think is a fair assessment. And he's better than Derek Carr. Wow. Congratulations on that. We're all so proud of you. Maybe change the graphic to be more accurate, and I'll print it and put it on my fridge. I'll let my four-year-old color it in crayon. This is so... But listen, this is... The biggest reason I'm saying this, Vikings fans, is not even to pick on you. It's... You're, You're making fun of yourself. I believe you're a good football team. This is you trying to convince me you guys suck. If this is the best you can do to argue that the Vikings are a legitimate franchise and not a poverty franchise, not an absolute joke, then you obviously suck. This is the best you can do to convince me that you're good at stuff as Kirk Cousins uh, has thrown for more than 3,000 yards and 25 touchdowns. That's not even impressive. If you had three, if, if you had three thousand and one yards and twenty five touchdowns in a season and bragged about it, I would laugh at you. That's not that's not even good. Eighteen quarterbacks had over three thousand yards. That's that's more than half. Twelve touchdowns had twenty or twelve quarterbacks had twenty six or more touchdowns. By the way, Drew. Some of the guys that didn't make the list, Drew Brees, who played twelve games. Mitch Trubisky had 16, played nine games. Gardner Minshew had 16, played nine games. Those aren't impressive numbers. So why bring it up? That's like saying, dude, I put my socks on and my pants on and went to work every single day for three and a half months. Like that's such a random thing to say. Why are you saying that? Just letting you did you do it? Well, no. Cause I didn't go to work all last week. I was on vacation. Oh, guess you know it's not so easy then, is it, Hotshot? No, it is. Putting socks on is easy. Putting pants on is easy. Going to work is you know not fun, but it's not challenging. I've never done it and failed. What you're really saying is you haven't called in sick for three and a half months. Meaning what? Three and a half in a day? You were sick? Like this is this is so stupid. I'm so I'm just tired of people doing this. You're not being serious when you do stuff like this. This is not serious analysis. This is stupid. And, and, and listen, with PFF, I can do this with just about anybody. You know who had a big-time throw percentage of 10% or higher and threw at least one touchdown pass in the NFL last season? Tyler Hinke, or however you say his name. That's it. That's the list. You know who threw zero interceptions and played it, had at least 100 attempts passing the football? CJ Bethard, that's it. That's the list. What what are we even saying though? Like what does that mean? Are these good football players? No. CJ Bethard is not a good good quarterback. So what are we talking about? I don't know. I said that's it. That's the list. So I mean, I mean that's pretty conclusive. I don't know what you want me to say. You know who had a 100% completion percentage and had more than one drop back on the season? AJ McCarron. That's it. That's the list. Boom, sucker. You know who had a completion percentage over seventy percent and threw at least thirty-four touchdowns? Aaron Rodgers. That's it. That's the list. It's just it's boring. This is I can do this forever. I'm just I'm just going down the line of stats and just looking at what's in front of me and just sorting by a certain thing and just eliminating it until it's down to one guy and then I just say that's it. That's the list. I'm not kidding. If if you give me a big enough database over a certain number of, I can do this a thousand times. Do you know which player had at least seven sacks, but had not had even 300 attempts? Rashawn Gary. That's it. That's the list. The only guy that got to seven sacks with less than 300 attempts. That's it. That's the list. The list has spoken. Santa Claus told me so. It's the magic list. You like Santa Claus with that list, bud. Santa. Yeah, i uh, Santa. Because if you're good, Santa knows it. So again, please stop doing this stuff, all right? There's plenty of ways for you to try to convince everybody that you got a good football team. Plenty. Coming up with bad stats and bad numbers that aren't even correct is just... It's just sending up red flags that say, you know what, we're really... This is the kind of thing that if you're like the Browns circa 2015 where you you suck, and you've always sucked, and you've never been good as far as anybody has ever known. Your team is a joke. Your franchise, your owners, your coaches, all a joke. Everything's a joke. All of it, the whole thing, big giant joke. You, you do something like this, and I give you a pass. Now, if you try to use it as, you know, like, oh, this is why we're better than the Packers, I'm going to smack you in the mouth with it. But if you just want to throw it out there and be like, look, guys, we... we we can do it too, right? It's like eh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man, you guys, you guys are be all right. But you got Dalvin, you got Kirk. You can do a better job with Kirk. You got the wide receivers. You got an improved offensive line. You get the kneel back. You got the linebacker. You got the safety. You got some stuff working in your favor. And this is what you could. Somebody spent time finding this information coming up with a graphic and then publishing it why why did you do it I don't know man but anyways I think I'm gonna cut it there I, I gotta get a raging headache here I was thinking about moving on to another topic but it's getting bad fast and I gotta I gotta jump on top of these things so they turn into migraines I haven't actually had a migraine in years because I've kind of learned how to get out in front of these things I used to have debilitating migraines when I was younger but now I know as soon as I feel it I gotta get upstairs do my Tylenol ibuprofen cocktail, and then usually have water and caffeine, which probably isn't great, but I'm either dehydrated or I'm having caffeine withdrawal. So if I just kick both in, you know, just slam a bunch of water, give my body a little caffeine, take the medicine, good to go. If you got migraines, give that a shot. I'm not a doctor, but I'm just saying. The second you feel that headache, ooh, that was a weird twinge. I gotta go. (laughs) Brain's like, all right, dude. They get it, medicine, let's go. But anyways, thanks again for tuning in. Again, please remember to check out the Palmer Home for Children charity. If you don't know what I'm talking about, send me a message, I'll get you hooked up. As simple as a dollar, $2, $5, anything you got, you can ask Malcolm Reed a question. If you don't know who he is, go binge watch some of his YouTube. He makes some fantastic food. I know you've got at least one food question. Doesn't have to be meat related, it could be sides, could be whatever. I'm hosting a party, I don't know what to do. All I got is this little Weber, and I don't know how to host a party for 15 people. What, what are some ideas? Whatever, man. Think of something. Shoot it over my way after you help out the kids. You folks have yourselves a great day. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.